0: Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. So this week has been like really wacky because there's kids are on vacation and working moms with kids on vacation is just such a nightmare. You all who are in that situation know exactly what I'm talking about. It's this constant battle between doing what you have to do, doing what you need to do, and doing what you want to do. And none of it seems to ever get done sufficiently, but everything sort of gets done well enough. And that's kind of where I'm at this uh, week with podcasting, with my design work, with my mom job. It's all getting done sufficiently, but uh, really it's a tenuous situation at best. So it kind of made me start to think about one of the big issues that, that we all have. And that is schedules, 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 schedules. The thing that makes the world run smoothly are schedules. In the morning, you go to catch your train. You know that you take the 6.32 train from wherever to Penn Station, or you know that you are going to catch the red eye from LA, or you know you're going to meet somebody at a special place at a special time for a lunch meeting, or whatever it is. The kids start school at uh, 7.55 in the morning. If they're not there by that certain time, they're late schedules. Schedules is what makes this this whole busy work day, work a week thing happen. But working moms don't get to have that same kind of schedule consistency as the rest of the world because our schedules revolve around everyone else's schedules. So that if you have a 9 to 5 job and your child has a 2 o'clock recorder concert, you have to get time off in the middle of your 9-to-5 job to go to the 2 o'clock recorder concert. So that schedule is now something different. If you have a 9-to-5 job and your children are on vacation, you either find childcare for them for that nine to five period when you were typically doing your nine to five job, or you try to do your nine to five job while stepping out in between here, in between there, in between here, in between there, to bring them different places. You possibly amend your nine to five hours for that week so that you can accommodate other things, or you take vacation time. Either way, your schedule is wrapped around their schedule and their schedule says we get a week off in February for no apparent reason so you get a week off in February whether you want to or not for no apparent reason and if you don't get that week off then you just got to figure it out and so the working mom thing is ah, another schedule change So they go back to school, everybody goes back to the schedule, the routine starts to work nicely, the household hums, everybody's got their place to go and their place to be and it's all good again. And just when you get into that groove and they get into that groove and life is running really smoothly and it's all nice, nice, bang, schedule change. We've got parent-teacher conferences, no school today. Or, we're going to have an emergency management meeting and school lets out at 11.15. But why? 11.15? Oh no. Who knows? It sounds like a good time. Schedule change. And that leaves people hanging all over the place. Usually the working mom person. Where you've got to scramble to get coverage, get people picked up, or make arrangements of all different kinds. It's crazy. So... So this week is crazy. Anyway, it the reason I'm talking about this is because in addition to being a little teeny bit frustrated about the schedule changing again, where I don't have time off, they have time off, there's nothing special planned in terms of filling up that time, and um, and it gets tricky. Interestingly, I also go to school. My school doesn't happen to have vacation this week, so... It's a lot to squish in. In any case, there was a recent report by the Associated Press. According to a poll sponsored by WNBC-TV in New York City, 27% of the voters said they were not likely to vote for a woman candidate. When questioned, almost a third of them said they wouldn't back a female candidate because they said that women are not up to the job. Women are not up to the job. And I thought to myself, what do you mean we're not up to the job? Seven in ten Americans don't think that they would vote for Hillary Clinton as president because they thought that a woman is, quote, not up to the job. The presidency is a man's job and women are not, quote, not up to the job. And I started thinking about that. I was thinking, what? Are they talking about not up to the job? We can't multitask. Is that it? No. We can't be tough and make things happen. No. We can't negotiate and settle disputes. No. We can't manage budgets and work with limited funds and make sure everybody still gets what they want. No. Um, You know what they're worried about? Oh, this was really funny. I actually went out with some friends. (laughs) yesterday, and we were talking about this particular subject, and one of my friends, she says to me, well, if I were president, I'll tell you what, when I'm PMSing, they just better not screw around with my borders, because I'm just mean. (laughs) I thought to myself, you know, that's probably what it is. They're worried about women PMSing. But, I mean, come on, ladies. Seven in ten American voters, if they asked five men and five women, that means that women said no, they wouldn't vote for a woman. What is that about? Come on, ladies, have some confidence. (sighs) Almost 80% said it's unlikely Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice could win the White House. Gender is a factor, said Lee Meringoff. Well, gender, of course, is a factor. And what does that mean? Women are not up to the job. I'll tell you something. Most men that I know, they have a job. They go to work, they do what they do, they come home, and then somebody else takes care of them. Most women that I know have three jobs they go to work, they do their job. They come home, they're a mom. And when they're not doing their mom job or their work job, they're doing the take care of the household job and be a chauffeur job, which maybe is sort of the mom job too, combined. It's hard to say. But in addition to those three jobs, they're usually the shopper person, chief cook and bottle washer. How does that make you not up for the job? I don't get it. Not that I want to be president necessarily, but I think that there's a lot of women that I know that could make much better presidents than men, because just in general, They seem to have so much more common sense when it comes to certain things. Um, There are plenty of female heads of state around the world. It's only here in the United States that people are so like, ooh, I don't know, uh, anal about the whole, it's got to be a man. It doesn't have to be a man. It could just be a very capable woman. And maybe it's time. You know, people are so busy beating up on Hillary Clinton. You know what? She's just as up for the job as any of these men are. That is for damn sure. Not like George's doing such a great job, folks. You know? Anyway, when you start to think of why women aren't taken more seriously in some of the grander scheme of things, I think some of it has to do with the fact that we are just spread so thin so much of the time that just keeping things as status quo sometimes is just the best you can do. That's what I think Come on down and let me know what you think I'd really love to know Until tomorrow, this is Elle at Iron Dub. signing out